Well, Razorback fans, we know that it is about to be game time for the Razorbacks against Kent State. And I'm going to tell you why the Razorbacks dominate the Golden Flashes on Saturday. Let's talk about it on today's Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Friday. In fact, I'm recording this uh, podcast on a Friday. It's exactly like 1230 in the morning. So, uh had uh, some very important things I had to do and take care of. So it's uh, going to be a late one, but that's okay because it's still going to be posted on Friday and we're still going to be talking about some great stuff today because we're also not only talking some uh, college football, but also uh, some uh, Razorback basketball too. So we're really looking forward to that. But uh, as you as you heard in the tease, and you probably heard me allude to it a little bit yesterday, uh, Arkansas playing Kent State is not really the best of matchups for Kent State. I've looked at the numbers, I've looked at the stats, I've looked at what they have and what they have going on for them, and I, I kind of feel bad for them in a way because of the fact that they just, they've been hit really hard, hit really hard by the transfer portal, uh, they lost their head coach to go be the offensive coordinator at Colorado, uh, who took a lot of you know players that left there, and, and they went, other players went elsewhere, and you know, they're just in a really bad spot, and I even had a chance to uh, catch up with the voice of Kent State, which will play back on the podcast tomorrow as a little pregame show, if you will. But even talking with him, it's amazing, like their quarterback, for instance, you know, getting there late uh, and not really uh, gelling with the team maybe as quickly as some other players would or, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's a crazy thing uh, just to see, like, you know, you see a team, you're like, oh, okay, well, Arkansas should beat this team. And then we all know that there's been times where Arkansas has not beaten those teams in the early non-conference slate. But you dive into it and you're like, oh gosh, yeah, this is uh, this should be a team that Arkansas not only beats, but absolutely destroys. And shouldn't have any problems with it from the get-go. No matter who's playing, no matter if it's first string or second string, Arkansas should be able to win this game pretty handy. I think the, uh, the lines on it is 37 and a half, something to that extent. And usually I try to stay away from those types of lines because it's such a high number. But, man, it, just looking at it, it might actually happen. It might actually be the case. But either way, like, enough about that stuff. The, the thing is, is, like, I, I wanted to present this because I do this. I, I don't think I did it last week, but I do this every football season, for those of you who have been listening to the podcast. And I'll really do it once SEC play comes around, uh, or at least some of their biggest games. And I like to play it as, if it's a, a game against a team that Arkansas has no business beating, or at least maybe uh, an underdog, uh, a very big underdog. Like when they play LSU on the road here in a couple of weeks, I bet you dollars to no nuts are going to be an underdog. And during that week of the podcast, I will kind of play the devil's advocate for some and be like, well, here's why Arkansas beats LSU, right? Or if it's going to be a game that Arkansas will be favored, maybe it's a home game or a game that Arkansas could win. I may do the approach of, here's why Arkansas loses this game, or here's how Arkansas could lose this game. 
And I thought about doing that for this one, but I'm like, man, it's just I, I just don't see any way I could even make it up. Like, I don't even think I could BS my way through it, try to make it seem like Arkansas could lose this game. So I decided to go a little bit differently, and I'm saying that this is not only why Arkansas wins this game, but why Arkansas dominates this game. And I think one of the, the biggest reasons that I believe in that is because not only is Arkansas just bigger, faster, stronger uh, as a team in general than what Kent State's going to go out there and field, but I think being at home in, in, your, in your home stadium at Razorback Stadium, uh, being a little bit extra motivated after last week's performance, especially offensively, of not being able to get the rushing attack going as effectively, I think the, the, uh, the constant feeling of having to continue to prove yourself on the field and not getting complacent, not feeling yourself too much. And, uh, I think the, the leadership on this team is something that's going to help that, seeing how you know, they don't want to go back to what happened last year. Like, they don't want that to happen again, uh, where they start crumbling down, start having problems in the locker room. So, like, you know, just all those things put into the same spot, into the same place. To me, I, I just feel like this team is not, you're not going to have to worry about the team overlooking anybody. You're not going to have to worry about this team not taking any team seriously. Like, they just seem to have a focus, right? which is great. I mean, that's what you want to have. And anytime that you have that focus, you want to be out for blood. Like, you want to destroy your opponents in front of you. Well, we talked last week how it was the most points that have ever been scored uh, under Sam Pittman, as Arkansas was able to score 50 points for the first time under Sam Pittman. But I, like, I kind of joked about it. I was like, I was trying to think of the last time that Arkansas had won a game like that where it wasn't stressful, like, at any point in time. Like, that game was not stressful at all at any point. And... I think maybe like Ole Miss last year was the only game that I was kind of not stressed at, but even then I was kind of, even when they were up 42-7, to seven, like, nope, 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 nope. Seen this happen before. Uh, even the year before that, like, you know, you dominated Texas, but there was still like a little bit of stress there. You came back from behind against a few teams, but the point is is that you haven't really seen many of those games under Sam Pittman where they've just dominated. And so for the, I, I feel like, there's reasons to that. I feel like there's probably, you know, more to it as far as why they haven't been able to close out games or, you know, a lot of it's the schedule, a lot of it's the quality of teams that you've been playing. But I also think a lot of it is just the, it's a mindset. It's a mentality of stepping on the throat and finishing them off. I like having teams with killer instincts, with assassin type mentalities. May sound a little bit too crazy or too deep for you, but that's what I like having. And I look back at some of my favorite Razorback football teams. And all the best ones had that. Because it, it started from the coach. Like, it, it's a culture that's been built. I know I, I reference it all the time, but I still think that Arkansas's best coach in the SEC era, for sure, was Bobby Petrina. And Bobby Petrina was able to bring that mentality to where it's like, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're not a you know, team that's on my level or not. I'm going to do whatever I, it can do to destroy you. I'm I'm going to go in with the mentality of not only am I going to win, but I'm going to make you sorry you even stepped on the field. Like it, it was a mentality to go, in. and I don't know if Sam Pittman's going to be capable of that. I kind of I don't I don't know if that's the type of mentality that he's wanting. But you know he continues to learn as a head coach. He's mentioned that many times. We've seen him develop some things and learn from some things, and even though it hasn't been perfect at all times. I at least applaud Sam Pittman in the way of being humble enough to admit that hey. There's times where he's made mistakes. He's even looked back on mistakes, like specifically. I think he brought it up before the season even started, and something I didn't even think about. He brought up the fact that uh, a year ago, he, as a coaching staff, made the mistake with Jay Hazelwood, 
who he's like, I, you know, Jane Hayes was a great player. We loved having him. He was a, did everything we asked, but uh, he essentially, like, as soon as he stepped on the field and practiced one of spring, he was a starter. Instead of earning that spot, it was just kind of like, hey, well, you're the starter. And he was like, we don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to do that with any players. They have to earn it. And that's true. Like, you, you have to be able to earn your spot and to earn your keep. And once you get to that point when you earned it, you're going to be a better player from it. Team's going to be a better team from it. And I think the, uh, the coaching staff's going to be better coaching from it. So knowing that all of that is a, it, it's a mentality to, is to destroy a team is really what it comes down to. Like, sometimes talent will outweigh it. Sometimes it's just a matter of, like, you're just a better team and you could sleepwalk. Like, you know, Georgia is probably going to beat most teams this year by three touchdowns. And, you know, there's some teams that they're going to beat, I think, this past week. Got to think Tennessee Martin or Middle Tennessee, maybe. can't remember who it was, but, uh, or Murray State, something like that. But they destroyed them. And so it's not, maybe they didn't even have to have that killer instinct. But for a team like Arkansas, they've, they've needed that because they haven't had it. They haven't had it in it, over a, a year. And so to be able to see them be that way, where from the get-go and the opening snap or the opening play, just like blood in the water, going in, going after them, and setting the tone early. That's the type of team that I want the Razorbacks to be, and that's the type of team I want to see on Saturday, and that's the type of team I believe we will. This is a team that is not going to lose games to inferior opponents this season. Like, they're not going to allow that. I don't see it. Now, you'll lose some close games. You'll lose some games against better opponents. But I'm talking, you know, who knows? Who knows what the SEC is going to hold or what it's going to look like? My point is, is that when you're playing a team like a Kent State, who is an inferior opponent, and against all respect, when they're an inferior opponent, Arkansas is going to say, all right, this is an inferior opponent, not let's look over them because we've got bigger fish to fry. It's more of these guys are in our way. Let's make sure that they suffer because they got in our way of our next game. I believe that's the mentality that they have. And I think it's going to be the case that's this week against Kent State, and I hopefully will be the case against BYU next week. But that's how I feel about it. I know people are probably going to be like, hey, just pump the brakes a little bit. This team could lose. Okay, yeah, anything can happen. We all know that. We're Razorback fans. They better not. They better not. They better not. Uh, folks, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stake wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is just go to LinkedIn dot com slash locked on college and then you just add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're actually hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. Why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college at linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, so moving on into the next segment of the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Uh, we'll talk college basketball and Razorback basketball in a second because I think more people probably want to hear that than this. But I felt like, I don't know, I look at it as do I really want to go football and basketball football topic? Uh, maybe that's just the radio. Keep it a seamless transition. Um, but I got to ask an interesting question by one of you who listened to the podcast um, via my DMs. And, you know, the NFL season started last night. And it was a great game. I mean, the Lions beat the Chiefs, and that was awesome for them. And but disappointing for all you Chiefs fans out there. And I watched it. You know, you know, I checked it out, and just you know, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed watching. It was a good game overall. But I had uh, one of you DM me and say, because you were a Chiefs fan, you're like, I love the Chiefs and I love the Razorbacks, but I feel like I love the Chiefs more than the Razorbacks. So. Which one do you like more? Do you like NFL or do you like college football? I said, why? You know what? That's actually a good question. I don't think I've ever been asked. Of why I love college football more than the NFL. Now, if you're different from this, that's fine. Like, if you love the NFL more than college, that's fine. Like, I'm not trying to tell you otherwise. That's your thing. But it's like. You know, it's 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 the Arkansas angle for me. Like, it's, you know, we don't have a pro team here in the state of Arkansas. We have the Razorbacks. I love the Razorbacks. I grew up a Razorback fan. I'm from Fayetteville. I went to school there. I mean, it's what's in my DNA. It's what's in my blood. And I don't think I could ever really you know, look at the NFL and enjoy it or feel as compassionately about it as anything. Like, in every sport, like, I'm more of a college football fan than NFL fan. I'm more of a college basketball fan than I am an NBA fan. I'm more of a college baseball fan than I am Major League Baseball. Like, there's probably a reason why. Because it's Arkansas. And it makes it a lot more fun for me in that regard of just being able to watch those teams play and teams that are here in the state of Arkansas. So that's, that's the biggest reason why. But I also believe that there's a certain, even though college football's changed so much, there's still a level of of a of a purity about it to me. And, and maybe it's naive that I'm looking at it this way, but you know, I think about like like what's going on with the NFL right now and watching this game and like you know, Chris Jones or, or whatever from Kansas City Chiefs, one of their best defensive linemen. Just like holding out. You know, like not playing. Like he they could have used him tonight, for sure. And he's not playing. Because he wants a raise, he wants a contract. And I get it. That's the way that they do it. That's the way that they have to do it. And that's just the way the NFL and, you know, sports teams in general, professionals do it. But, you know, in college sports, we don't have that because I don't want that. And who knows, maybe it gets to that point with NIL and stuff the way it's going. But I will never, I, I hate that in sports because, you know, we're taught even from a young age that, hey, you know, listen, we got to, like, you go until the end. You fight until the finish. You always commit. You always go and, you know, do what you're supposed to do. Like all this stuff. It's like a matter of, you know, just what's in our DNA of, of sports fans. And if we played sports, it's like, who cares what anybody else is saying about you or anything? Go and take care of it. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. But when you're like holding out, it just doesn't seem right. You know, like in college football, the times, only times that we have anything like comparable to that would be when, you know, we have a player that's, like, left early to go to the NFL draft and skipping out on the bowl game. Like, that would be the only thing that's even comparable, and I understand that, at least. But imagine if, like, Arkansas football was starting uh, this season 
and KJ Jefferson wasn't available for game one. Rocket Sanders wasn't available for game one because they they're holding out. They feel like they need more money, deserve more money. Like I'd say, get off the team. I don't want you. I mean, it's true. That's what I would say. You know, as great as they are, you don't want to be here if you don't want to play. If you if you're too worried about your money, then leave. But you don't have like they don't have that call. At least not right now. And I hope it never happens that way. But it just made me really start to think about it. Like, man, like I couldn't imagine that being the case and how I would feel. But that's just like one of many things. Like, I love the fact that in college football, you have more fans in the stand. You, know, you have atmospheres that are greater. That's not just a bunch of corporate people with uh, you know, tons of money being able to sit there and, you know, not even care about the game. Like, you have fans that care that drive and are passionate about it and love it and, and want to be a part of it and it's like the greatest thing ever like I just love all of those elements and so that's why I, I don't think I don't think NFL will ever take place of the love I have for college football I like the NFL don't get me wrong like I watch it on Sundays I do NFL red you know, I do those things. but it'll never take the place of college football in my life ever at least I hope not because if that's the case something went really wrong really wrong with college football but we will talk about some basketball here in just a second, folks. But listen, we all like going to sporting events. You know, like going to concerts and whatnot. But buying tickets sometimes can be pretty stressful for all of us. But that doesn't need to be. That's why game time. Game time has come around and is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater that's near you. With killer deals on the last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing about the tickets themselves and start getting hyped for the fun that you're actually going to have. And some of the things that they have, that it's some of the best stuff that you'll ever get, is flash deals on last-minute tickets. You'll get some great deals there. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. They have the lowest price guarantee. They also have images of the seat view before you buy them, so that way you know what seats you're actually going to be getting before you jump into it. And it just has so many different things to choose from. So if you have like a Razorback football game coming up this weekend, you don't have tickets, go, go, go and get you some game time, right? It's, it's right now. It's you got to snag those tickets. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that is going and creating an account and redeem code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Okay, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, Razorback basketball officially released their schedule, uh, full schedule for this upcoming basketball season. Now, it doesn't include times of these games, but it does have days of the week and which dates are going to be played. We already went through the non-conference slate, so that really doesn't matter. And we also knew who Arkansas was going to be playing in SEC play as far as home and road. Like, we already knew that. It's just a matter of the dates. So. Looking at it from the get-go of SEC play, Arkansas plays Auburn at home on January 6th. Uh, January 6th. Uh, it's a Saturday, so it'll be a great atmosphere, especially if Arkansas has big wins already up to that point. But they get Auburn at home. They go on the road to Georgia and to Florida. And I feel like that's 3-0 and right there. I know, like, first games have always – you know what? I don't – because it's like it does that every single time, I feel like, where – 
Arkansas schedule at, at the SEC play, are they going to struggle? Well, if they are going to struggle, that's you know that's one thing. But those are three games that they should win, at least two of them. Like George is not good, and I don't think Florida is going to be that. He should win both of those, and he should beat Auburn at home. We all know that's weird. Then you get A and M at home. A and M is always a tough matchup, but you should still win. You have to win one of those games in the year, and you have to do it at home. So do that one. South Carolina at home. So you're talking about. A pretty favorable first five games. You're the road because you got three of them at home, and the two road games are against beatable opponents, very much so in the SEC. And then even going to Ole Miss, like they got Chris Beard. We don't know how good they're going to be. They they're going to be good. I think they're going to be a borderline NCAA tournament team, if not an NCAA tournament team, because that's Chris Beard, and that's how good he is. But is those six games, first six games, pretty good, pretty good uh, way of getting the schedule going. You get Kentucky at home, which we know they're going to be really good. So who knows that plays out. You go on the road to Missouri. You'll get to go up against Connor Vanover. Uh, you know, that's a tough place to play, as we know. You go to LSU, they won't be as good, but maybe you'll get some revenge from last year. You get Georgia at home after that. So you're talking about the front half of your schedule being, without a doubt, the easiest part of your schedule. Not saying that Arkansas is going to go undefeated, but it's the easiest part of your game. Now, the next half is where it gets dicey. Because then you have Tennessee at home. We always know Tennessee's going to be good. At Mississippi State, Chris Jansen's got a good team there. And winning down there in the hump dump or whatever it's called, it's always tough. At AM, that's going to be tough no matter what. Missouri at home. Again, in Vanderbilt at home, back-to-back. It should beat those teams, but, you know, we've had some ups and downs with both of those teams too. Then you go to Kentucky. LSU at home in your home finale, and then at Alabama the final regular season game. So the front part of your schedule is your lighter load, and then at the end, that's when it gets tough, which honestly, I like it that way. That's better for Arkansas. It's better suited for Arkansas. So I don't know about y'all, but I see 18-0. and 0. Obviously. <laughs> but uh, I like the schedule. And I, I still think it's ridiculous that Arkansas played at Alabama as many years in a row as, a, as they have. Before there's been a like just one game at Fayetteville, but it is what it is. Who knows what those teams are going to look like at that point? In time. I'm sure it'll be very you know well done, and I'm sure Alabama will be really excited to you know be getting ready for that early exit into the March Madness again. That's what they get. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked On Razorback podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors, for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. See you then.